Thank you, Google. Yes. <laughs> For answering all of my, my opinionated questions. <laughs> Thank you, Google, for having a really good spell check. Mm. Well, you are doing this research on your phone, so I'll, yes, I'll, well, you know. Uh, Eagle Scout alternative rank requirements. Well, welcome back to another episode of Scouting Stuff You Should Know. This is episode, actually, this is going to be episode 59. Oh. I believe that. Oh. Wow. Already hit I thought, that. I thought we were going to have more pomp and circumstance I know, I <laughs> surrounding this episode. But, I know. Uh, actually, I had a, a whole other thing lined up that was more about, um, it was about the uh, the number of folds that is appropriate to one's scarf. Yes. Actually. But... Uh, We'll have to shelve that and do that another time. Yes. But uh, at any rate, you've got two of us, Scouter Ken, hello, and Scouter Colin is here. Hello. It's been a while since we've sat across each other again. Yeah. Life has a strange way of doing that, doesn't it? Yeah, it, it does. It does. And I mean, I was actually quite fortunate, though, that I was able to sit down and talk with Talon and Pascal uh, for episode 58. That, mm-hmm. was, uh, that was kind of a lucky break that came along just... When it did, so yeah. Well, did. it was excellent timing because I was busy doing other things <laughs> when that when that episode aired. So uh, yeah, that's good. So that's all right. Um, You've been busy. I've been here. Very busy. <laughs> Not just today. Yeah. You know, I mean, Palm Sunday, so that's always fun. Ah, uh, yes. But you know, we took the kids. Well, I mean, after mass, we took the kids skiing. Well, no, after mass, we took the kids for brunch because we went to St. Joseph's College. Uh-huh. Um, it's where my wife and I met. Uh-huh. And they, it's actually a men's residence in addition to being a, oh, every, yes. in, in addition to everything else that it's, it's a men's residence. Yes. And so there's a big cafeteria in the basement. Mm. And so like the general public can go down there after services. And, you know, it's like 25 bucks for the family to have eat a, and have a, a full. Yeah, that's a, that's a pretty, pretty good deal for it's not to bad. feed a family of, uh. What yeah. are you up to these days? <laughs> Six now, but only, f- well, actually, no, even William. Will- William's eating solid food too, so he yeah, had a pancake. I was going to say. Grabbed, like, That's uh, why I asked. I'm like, how many, potatoes how many meals are you feeding in these yeah, days? It's, it's <laughs> enough, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, but no, and then we went skiing. Ah, um, excellent. Met. Well, and it was a lovely day outside. It was, it was awesome today. So it really was. Actually, I was too warm. I dressed for, you know, this morning's weather and I was too warm by this yeah. afternoon. Yeah. Um, you were the guy with skiing down the hill with the jacket open? Well, oh yeah. Um, actually, most <laughs> of the people on the hill were skiing down the jacket. It was just bad. Um, but yeah, it was, and you know, it was funny. I saw so many of my current and former Cub Scouts on the hill. Oh, it was nice. really quite amusing. Yeah. So, uh, a big old reunion on the ski hill. I know. Just constantly. Hi, TikTok. Hi, Kayla. <laughs> Hi. Uh, so that was good. But... And then just in general, life's been busy. Although I haven't been in Lacombe too, too much this month. Well, me neither. But <laughs> yes. <laughs> although although I've been in Lacombe, I think uh, uh, the first part of the first first part of the month, I oh, okay, I was out visiting our our friend with the the crane that I had gone out and done the install with. Uh, ah, yes. You know, there's some there's some education and some growing pains with the the, the new system. So we're, oh, of course. We're out there, you know, shaking hands and uh, 
I was going to say, and kissing babies, but we're not doing that. Yeah, no. Not too many babies on no, not construction on sites. No, not on cranes at any rate. So, Lots of babies around here. Mm. <laughs> All right. Although he's asleep now. So, yeah. Thankfully. Ooh. Yes. Anyways. Um, topic of today. Two topics. Yeah. So, and this is actually something that I covered in Scouting 5 yeah. um, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, or at least it'll be a couple of weeks ago by the time this episode goes live. Because uh, this episode's not going to go live to just after Easter. Mm. But, um, so yeah. And the, the story at the time, and you sent me the BBC's take on this. Yeah. Okay. So this is the case of Logan Blythe, mm. who, um, you know, if you have been following this story or if you caught the recap that I did in Scouting 5, he is a boy in the United States, I believe in Utah, with Downs syndrome. Mm-hmm. And so he has been a member of Boy Scouts of America for years, actually he started mm-hmm. in Cubs and has graduated to Scouts. And his local scout group had allowed him to perform modified tasks yes. to earn his merit badges. And when he submitted the plan, basically, for his Eagle Scout project mm-hmm. to his local group, um, they approved it, but of course, all of those things actually have to be sent to the national committee, the BSA yes. national committee yes. and the BSA national committee heard it. So the story goes, um, not only did they reject his project, but they also invalidated the majority of his merit badges, mm-hmm. prompting his parents to, uh, file a lawsuit yeah. f- uh, against the scouts. Now, interestingly, they're only suing them for a dollar. dollar. So it's not even about money or anything like that. This no, is it's really just about, you know, his pr- status principle. as a scout. Yeah. And a principal. Yeah. You know, it's the principle of the thing, right? right? Um, so he'd been in Boy Scouts and going by the BBC article here, he'd been in Boy Scouts for more than four years. He'd achieved about 20 badges and the trouble really started when he submitted his Eagle Scout project application, right? Right. right. Um, at that point, because that's approved by the BSA national, mm-hmm. they not only rejected his project, they also, I saw the story goes, invalidated, uh, the majority of his merit badges. Right. Now, I think now one, th- if I understand BSA policy correctly, like the, the way BSA is organized, um, it's not up to the individual group's discretion to modify badge requirements. Badge requirements mm-hmm. can be modified, but that also has to come down it from- It has to be ratified by a national, national office. Yeah. So the group may have erred in just, you know, making localized modifications to the badge requirements. Mm. Now- um, and you know, like the BBC correctly notes, you know, the program, the BSA program does aim to accommodate young people with physical or mental disabilities by allowing them to carry out alternative tasks mm-hmm. when they're unable to achieve a standard badge. Um, but the, you know, so maybe it was just that the group hadn't checked their modifications with national or hadn't, you know, like gone to national for the mm-hmm. modifications. Um, at any rate, the family received a text message saying that the national body of Boy Scouts of America had decided that allowances previously made for Logan's disabilities meant he didn't fulfill the Eagle Scout criteria. Um, and they were told that participants must do the requirements as written, including leadership responsibilities. Now, uh, and like I say, the, the, the father, Chad Blythe, said the decision effectively voided all of his son's badges. That may not be entirely true. 
Right. Um, like it, it's kind of a, a, <laughs> a discretion based on, on what like the end. Yes. The end result. And I believe the, and, and to, you know, the boy scouts for their part have actually said that, um, Logan's merit badges were not revoked. Ah, okay. I knew that was something that was a follow-up article, like in the days after the BBC initial article that came out. Exactly. So some clarification, this from USA Today, um, they say the, uh, they say that Logan was not actually stripped of his merit badges, which, um, may contradict an earlier statement made to the family, but at any rate, that is now the statement from Boy Scouts of America. Um, well, I know they published a letter yes. at the following day that um, was based on, you know, making Boy Scouts of America accessible to, to essentially anyone that was, was planning on joining. Well, right. Um, and of course, you know, it's, it's important to clarify too, that, you know, Logan is still a Boy Scout and apparently actually still has the option to earn the rank of Eagle Scout, even with modifications. The Boy uh-huh. Scouts have also said that the National Disabilities Advancement Team wants to work with Logan's family to review what he's already accomplished uh-huh. and to figure out a path forward. Now, whether this emerged, you know, as a direct result of the lawsuit, I'm not entirely sure. I mean, certainly the, one the could optics, infer that from the timing. The optics seem otherwise. But then the optics are pretty much always going to seem bad, yeah. given the chain of events here. Yeah. So, um, and and it was that based on the fact that the the group didn't follow a already pre written uh, procedure on handling um, youth with disabilities. Mm-hmm. And. Well, okay, let's, let's dig a little deeper because like now Mm -hmm. I'm actually looking at this and I mean, like, I don't actually like to rely on Snopes very, very much, but there's some interesting stuff here. Mm -hmm. So, um, according, so again, going back to Chad Blythe's version of events, according to him, the Utah County Scouts troop initially had no problem with the plan his family had proposed for a son to become an Eagle Scout, but later a troop leader emailed him. Uh, I have been asked to suspend Logan's Eagle project approval. Please do not work or please do not do any more work on his project. All right. Uh The BSA evidently denied this allegation to, uh, in an email to Snopes saying the national council of the Boy Scouts of America does not oversee the review of Eagle Scout projects and therefore did not deny any request regarding the completion of an Eagle Scout project. So following on yes oh, okay. so so that sorry that was my my confused look yes colin just made a wonderful confused look <laughs> yeah. so okay let's follow this rabbit hole down a little further the group's website states that eagle scout applications are submitted to a local council that council then convenes a review board and if approved the local mm-hmm. council sends the scouts application to what the bsa calls its national advancement program team for validation and production of materials recognizing the scouts advancement to eagle um the page also says that Cub Scouts, Boy Scouts, Varsity Scouts, Ventures, or Sea Scouts who have disabilities may qualify for limited flexibility and advancement, but adds, alternatives are not available for the Star Life and Eagle rank requirements. Scouts may request approval for alternative merit badges, but the other requirements for those three ranks must be fulfilled as written. It is important to remember that the advancement program is meant to challenge our members. However, not all of them can achieve everything they might want to with or without a disability. It is for this reason that all Scouts are required to meet the requirements as written with no exceptions. And where was that? That was on, where are you uh, citing that from? So that is from the, that is from the Scouting Guide to Advancement, Special Needs, Advancement and Flexibility. 
uh, um, documentation for BSA. For BSA. So essentially they're saying um, there are, even though there are, are, even though adjustments can be made to the merit badge, at the merit badge level, the Eagle Scout rank has to be completed as written. Well, I mean, let's keep in mind what Eagle Scout is because Eagle Scout isn't just about the number of merit badges you earn. The merit badge is certainly a part of Eagle. But there are other requirements, including the completion of the service project. Right. um, But also requirements to, you know, demonstrate and have taken on leadership roles. Um, And I think service hours and a bunch of other stuff. I may be wrong on the service hours thing, but like, yeah. you know, Eagle, yeah. very much Chief like Scout. a Chief Scout yeah. or a Queen's Venture, you know, yeah. there's, a, it's, it's, um, there's a service part and a citizenship part and a leadership part and, and like leadership all the rest of this stuff. Personal um, development and all that yeah. kind of. The BSA Contra Scouts Canada documents everything to the nines. The entire guide to advancement is available online at scouting.org. It's well worth, you know, having a look through. If you want to know exactly what it takes to become an Eagle Scout good listener, just go to scouting.org, look up the guide to advancement, Uh and you can spend as much time as you need to reading through it. It'll take you a while. But. If you're looking for some late reading. Yes. (laughs) But here's the thing. Okay. So leadership is one of the requirements Uh and they're pretty adamant that, you know, like, those requirements, especially for the top three ranks, right? The top uh-huh. three ranks, star, life, and eagle. Um, those requirements have to be fulfilled as written. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. There have been scouts with Down syndrome who've achieved eagle rank. Uh-huh. That much is true. But Down syndrome isn't a one-size-fits-all kind of thing, you know? Um, There are individuals with Down syndrome who are, you know, very high functioning. There are individuals Mm -hmm. with Down syndrome who are not so high functioning. There are individuals Mm -hmm. with Down syndrome who are cognitively behind what their age and years is, but Mm -hmm. not by all that much. And then there are people with Down syndrome who cognitively are, you know, at the level of, say, a four-year-old. And this is actually more Logan Blythe's case. That's about where his cognitive abilities are, like a four or Mm -hmm. Mm five-year-old. So... Certainly would be able with modified requirements. I mean, our Beaver Scouts can earn merit, can earn, yeah. well, personal achievement badge, but the same idea, right? Right. You know, they can earn the equivalent of merit badges. Um, scout level merit badges would, you know, be more of a challenge for them. But again, you know, you modify the requirements. I could totally see that happening. Mm-hmm. But some of the other stuff, like the demonstration of leadership, I could also see where that would then become an issue. Yeah. Um to a to a point i think um in my in my head anyways i'm like well how do you demonstrate leadership like like what kind of what kind of level of leadership are they looking at are they are they saying you have to lead a, a scout group of 30 in a specific task are they no they're not quite that specific they're because and i mean like you can look at the history of eagle scout the just like right. people who've hit eagle scout and you can see just almost as much variety as there are eagle scouts hmm. and actually bsa for their part have issued a clarification this from 20th march this is already about five days old right um at the time that we're recording this we apologize for the confusion and mm. want to be very clear. The option to earn the rank of Eagle Scout has been and still is available to Logan. We remain inspired by his dedication to scouting and we hope to continue working with Logan and his family to support him in the effort to earn the rank of Eagle Scout through the engagement of our National Disabilities Advancement Team. Right. So, and I mean, okay, coming back to it, like, you know, I can, 
the the leadership thing is what I'm going to to stay with because mm-hmm. it's kind of I think the the area that if anything is going to prove you know the most challenge for demonstration right I mean it's easy enough to think up a project that someone who's you know mentally four or five years old can complete yeah right yeah. um gosh i watch you know my kids take on projects of their own invention and it's yeah they, yeah. they you know fine um now you know i mean granted the eagle scout project is you know meant to be beneficial to the community mm-hmm. but again like it's not hard to tailor that yes and, and that's that's where i was going to go with it is i'm pretty sure you could tailor that uh yeah now i suppose in a lot of ways the whole demonstration of leadership thing could also be tailored accordingly, right? Mm -hmm. Because it is possible for a four-year-old or a five-year-old to be, in his or her own way, something of a leader, right? In a particular activity or in a particular context. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, obviously, I see this all the time in Beaver Scouts, Mm -hmm. you know? Even if it's something as simple as a kid coming up with a game, right? It might be the youngest kid in the colony coming up with a game and telling everybody else how to play it. Right. But it's still an opportunity to demonstrate leadership. Yes, So exactly. I can totally see where that could come from. Um, And I mean, it sounds like that's kind of the page that BSA is on now. I can't find any more details about like, and probably there aren't at this point in time, because let's face it, we're only like a weekend of the story here. Right. Um, Can't find any more details about like what sort of modified requirements for Eagle would exist. And I imagine, I I imagine an organization would kind of you know, at the, at the moment they would say they would, they would be working with the individual to, to achieve whatever goal they were, they were after. Um, given, give, I would, I would say that this is kind of a bad, a bad press situation because it's, it's surfaced and maybe it's not the, maybe it's not the intent, but it's the way it came about. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, like, it seems like there was a lot of misinformation at the start of it, mm. um, that he had been stripped of all of his merit badges. Well, maybe that right. seems that's not the case now, um, that he'd been knocked, uh, that he'd been demoted back to Cub Scouts, not the case now. Right. Um, things like that. I mean, the, the misinformation seems to have been fairly thick on the ground, which is mm-hmm. unfortunate, right? Because like that makes it harder to really come at the story in a objective way. Right. And I, th- I think that's true in, in all organizations that have a national body, right? Because right. the national body has the, the, the final kind of the final say in things, but it's the local group that is kind of dealing with it. So they have to interpret the mandate. Yep. Well, yeah. and even then, like there was some confusion there too. Like, and even just, you know, in how we've talked about it just over the 20 minutes we've been recording now, 25 minutes we've been recording now mm-hmm. is that, you know, like, well, it, you know, what I had heard was that this all had to be approved nationally, but that's actually not the case. You know, it's actually yeah. approved at, at a, a sort of a council level, yeah, at a council level or a regional level. Mm-hmm. And then the national body's contribution is basically, you know, a rubber um, stamp almost. Yeah. Preparing the, the materials to award the yeah. Eagle Scout. Yeah. Um, which actually now that I think about it, like follows with, you know, what I've heard from like Brian and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. Like the, the, the boards of review and courts of honor, those are all held regionally, you know, those are right. not held nationally, um, which is a little bit different actually from like how we do, <clears throat> well, I mean, it isn't, it isn't like, actually, no, it is pretty much the same as like how we handle things like say a queen's venture, because even though the queen's venture is ideally awarded by 
governor general, mm-hmm. that's really just the rubber stamp. All the requirements for it are fulfilled at a group or a council level. Yes. So misinformation, some misunderstanding as to, you know, the different roles and mm-hmm. also not really sure then, you know, also some uncertainty as to, you know, then where this initial communication mm-hmm. regarding Logan's status came from. Mm-hmm. Um which, like I say, doesn't help things. It's, and unfortunately, you know, just because of the timing of everything, the optics are always going to look bad. It's going mm-hmm. to look like the lawsuit forced BSA's hand. And yeah. maybe it did. You know, I, there's not really any way to be sure, unfortunately. <laughs> um, or, or it forced them to look at their policies and go, Ooh, maybe, maybe we need to change some things. Right. And I mean, like, Like I kind of get where they're coming from in their guide to advancement is that like, you know, Mm -hmm. there's a reason these are the top ranks Yep. and you know, there's a reason we have these requirements. Exactly. And And it is, you know, it's kind of the expectation that not everybody is going to achieve these. Mm -hmm. Um, even, you know, perfectly, you know, even perfectly abled scouts, you know, even scouts who don't have any notable disabilities Mm -hmm. don't necessarily make life scout or Eagle scout. Mm -hmm. Um, Neither of us earned our chief scout. (laughs) No, no. Um, Things like that, right? So there's, and I get that, you know, like it's not, it's sort of a, I guess you could call it an unfortunate fact, but you know, the fact that these top ranks, things like Eagle Scout, things like Queen's Venture, the fact Mm -hmm. that they have a certain prestige attached to them kind of necessitates that they be not necessarily accessible to just anybody. Right. But I think, but in my, in my head is the deeper question is like, okay, so should you limit someone on a disability or should you actually have like kind of a, almost a sec, a a different path still challenging for that individual, Mm -hmm. but should you not have that available to them? Well, and that's kind of where I was going. Is that Mm -hmm. like for you and me, I mean, well, I can't speak for you. For me, the limiting factor was ambition. Uh, I couldn't be bothered (laughs) to put myself through everything I would need to do Mm -hmm. to earn chief scout. They say that the last 10% of a job takes 90% of your effort. Oh, and heck, I wasn't even 50% of the way there. <laughs> well, that 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 is my story is I was probably 90% of the way there, but when I hit some roadblocks on how to do some projects instead of digging in and and getting it done, I just kind of went, well, that was fun. That was I guess I won't be getting those that badge. Yeah. <laughs> See, and for me it was just like I'm just I'm way too far away from this and I'm not yeah. You know, I just too much ground to cover in a short period of time. Exactly. And just other things going on, right? That's kind of been the constant story of my life is that mm. I I mean, and don't get me wrong, I love scouting and I loved mm-hmm. advancing in scouting, but at the same time it's just like this was never the only thing that I had going on. No. So it's like, well, you got to portion out your time at some point. That's right. Um so and I think, you know, like certainly if people don't have the ambition to pursue a particular rank or a particular achievement, mm-hmm. then by all means, you know, that rank should not be awarded to yeah, them if they it's, it's not have a gimme. not bothered with yeah, the right? Sh- but that's not the case for Logan, right? Right. Like Logan has 
ambition the ambition yeah. to achieve this rank the desire to achieve this rank and has put together with help from his family obviously but still mm-hmm. has put together a plan and, and within the scope of and limit of his capabilities and that his group looked rank. at and approved right. and said you know yes this is this is suitable for uh, logan's ability exactly and so you know like in those situations my read on it and just my read yeah. is that this is know, an opinion piece <laughs> right that would be the time to then you know really try and work with and support this individual mm-hmm. in achieving that ambition now to be fair that's not necessarily the same as saying that this individual will assuredly achieve that ambition no but you know if this person has the drive the ambition the desire to achieve that rank yes. in what way he can under modified requirements as necessary support that by all means yeah and let the individual run with it maybe he succeeds and maybe he gives it a good try but doesn't quite make it but you know leave that door open and right. support him in the attempt so the question i have follow up you know uh, from a discussion process is they have a review board they do to to come up with or like to work with and will eventually come up with some some requirements on how to achieve the eagle scout uh what i'm curious about is like who would be the type of people that would would sit on that board that would that would dictate uh, uh, that kind of thing like the review board is oh gosh you know i used to know this too hang on maybe i can pull it up quickly because I, I mean, it's it's not necessarily a, a, a thing we need to talk about, but it's in my head, that's like the follow-up question to ask is like, okay, so, you know, obviously it, the parents and the scouters have kind of come up with a, a, a plan that they feel is uh, good and they know Logan probably better than anybody at a national level would know Logan. So... Is it fair to say that uh, a review council or a council that is made up of people from uh, at a national level would not be the best candidates to to pass judgment on that kind of stuff? Ideally, yeah. Ah, here we go. <clears throat> Composition of a board of review. Okay. Uh, this is, again, thank you to the excellent documentation. This is from the BSA Guide to Advancement. Um <clears throat> 8.0.0.3, if you're following along. <laughs> Make sure you're looking at the right revision. Yes. A board of review must consist of no fewer than three members and no more than six, all of whom must be at least 21 years of age. Okay. Okay. Unit leaders and assistants shall not serve on a board of review for a scout in their own unit. Parents, okay. guardians, or relatives shall not serve on a board for their child. That may, that, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, particulars for the Eagle Scout rank 8.0.3.0 just quickly looking through yes so uh, council advancement committees must determine and make known methods for conducting Eagle Scout boards of review whether unit committees or the council or district advancement committees administer them and also how board chairpersons are selected if conducted at the unit level, at least one district or council representative who's not affiliated with the unit must serve as a member. Uh-huh. Uh, if the unit requests it, more than one may do. Still no fewer than three and no more than six members, all at least 21 years old. They need not be on an advancement committee or even registered with the Boy Scouts of America, but they must have an understanding of the rank. 
and the purpose of the importance of the review. This holds true for all Eagle Boards of Review held in any unit, whether on a troop, team, crew, or ship. Uh, the board so, of review. So these are Eagle reviews for like just general. This isn't an accessible. This isn't the the accessibility board that's working. No, this with. is just like these are the board of review requirements particular to Eagle Scouts. Okay. So board Carry of review on. members, um, and like it doesn't really say you know. It doesn't give more specifics than that, but you know, what can mm-hmm. we take away from this? There has to be at least one representative from the district or council who's not affiliated with the unit. That's fair. Um, but otherwise, can't members- Can't be a parent or a yeah, guardian. Can't be the parent, can't be a unit or assistant leader. Okay. Um, but section, can it be a different section? It uh, can be members like- of other scouting troops, but note here again, need not be registered with Boy Scouts of America. Okay. So these can be just members of the community. That's a little interesting. Like, how would, you know, maybe it's just me. I'm like, well, how would how would somebody in the community, I guess, look at a set of requirements and view them and then justify whether this an individual has fulfilled those requirements? They don't know. Like, having... Having not gone through the process, they kind of don't know. Well, keep in mind, though, that like Eagle Scouts are expected to provide copious documentation. So the idea of the Board of Review is that, you know, and I mean, again, the one requirement there did stipulate that the members of the Board of Review, even if they're not registered members of scouting, Mm -hmm. should have a good understanding of the Eagle Scout rank and what it entails and what it Mm -hmm. means, what it stands Mm for. Um, I imagine you're not just going to walk out up to somebody on the street and say, hey, I need you for a... <laughs> no, oh, no, 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 no. You know, you're going to be picking people in the community who probably have had some involvement with scouting yeah. or, you know, who have been in the orbit of scouting. Maybe they were former scouts themselves, but they're not currently active, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, you know, the people on the board of review should have a good understanding of what scouting entails and what right. the Eagle Scout right, right, in particular right. entails. Yeah. And then the Eagle Scout himself, or I guess starting 2019 herself, um has to present significant documentation showing, you know, like for the service project that Brian's son did, you know, he had to be able to demonstrate that he approached different businesses uh, regarding his hardware yeah. needs and things like that. He yep. had to show, you know, his expenses and he had to, you know, keep logs of like all the the work that was yep. done and what his role was and who he got yep. help from and things like all of that stuff. So the board of review has to then take in all of this information and go through it and <laughs> then basically make a judgment call as to, you know, whether the youth um, completed by all this work, the requirement for Eagle Scout rank, mm-hmm. you know, based on its merits and their understanding of it. Right. Um, okay. So, yeah. My, my, my follow, like my follow-up question is more directed to that accessibility side of things is like, okay, so you have, um, um, a board, right? So you're obviously going to have the, the people that look after the review process, like the, what you just read to us, um, and cited from the BSA website. Um, but I'm looking more along the lines of the, um, the board that looks after the accessibility side of things. So they've BSA has already identified that they have uh, a, a board that wants to work with the, with Logan and his parents and uh, the troop to 
to help Logan attain his his Eagle Scout rank. Right. Who's on that board? Yeah. And I mean, we don't have the specifics of that. No, but, hopefully- but that's, that, that's a question that comes to mind, right? Because right. there are, so if you have like, are, are they going to be familiar with the, the disabilities and, and be able to look at them objectively and say, okay, well, here is, you know, here is a suit, like the challenges that the parents and the, the, the troop have looked at are a suitable challenge to the the individual like i this is all the the wheels in the head are turning and mm-hmm. there's a you know a million questions that can be asked and you know you can you can certainly go down a rabbit hole <laughs> with where i'm headed so well, but i'll back away from that and I, I suppose you know coming back then to the the march 20th message from bsa mm-hmm. we remain inspired by his dedication to scouting and we hope to continue working with logan and his family to support him in his effort to earn the rank of eagle scout through the engagement of our national disabilities advancement team so right. obviously bsa does have a group within its organizational structure that focuses on specifically exactly on, what you're talking yes, about there on accessibility right. and like would a member of the disability advancement team be on the board i, mm-hmm. I don't know possibly would mm-hmm. they help with board member selection would they counsel and coach the board members yeah i i'm not sure what the nature of their engagement would be yeah but i mean obviously like again you can think a, off the a, top of your head of it, several different ways they could become involved in that process right it's a it's a it's a very it's it's a topic within its its own self right like right we're we're looking at it from a from a just an accessibility side of things but you you look at the 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 structure and and the hierarchy and all that kind of stuff and you're like wow i i wonder i wonder who's on it and i wonder how they're picked and i wonder you know like what credentials they have and is it you know is it just or is it just because they, you know, are they just saying it because it's convenient at the time? You know, like, uh, I imagine there is a board. I don't want to be skeptical about it and say, oh, yeah, a national a national organization like the BSA would not would, would not actually have a board or uh, or a uh, uh, committee that would look after that kind of stuff. Like, <sighs> if they said that, I, I mean, you kind of have to take them at their word. No, I'm I'm fairly certain that they uh, that they do. In fact, again, that's an easy Google search. Just mm-hmm. National. Ah, I just tripped over a very interesting thing. <clears throat> again, BSA mm-hmm. guide to advancement. Yep. yep. <laughs> they they have documentation. Oh my gosh, I, do they sh- document? Well, that's good. Yeah, but no, it makes it easy to mm. find answers to your questions. Memo to Scouts <laughs> Canada. Yes. <laughs> okay. The Eagle Scout rank may be achieved by a Boy Scout, Varsity Scout, or Qualified Venturer Sea Scout. I don't want to go into the qualifications right now. Mm-hmm. Who has a physical or mental disability by completing the application for Alternative Eagle Scout rank merit badges, numbers 512 through 730, and by qualifying for Alternative Merit Badges. This does not apply to individual requirements for merit badges. Merit badges are awarded only when all requirements are met as stated. See the Guide to Advancement, Topic 10.2.2.3 for details. Mm-hmm. The physical or mental disability must be of a permanent nature rather than of temporary nature, right? or a disability expected to last more than two years beyond the 18th birthday. The application must include a written statement from a qualified healthcare professional related to the nature of the disability. This person may be a physician, neurologist, psychiatrist, psychologist, etc., or mm-hmm. an educational administrator as appropriate. Before applying, the youth must earn as many of the Eagle required merit badges as possible. Any alternatives must present the same challenge and learning level as those they replace. Unless the scout has been approved for registration beyond the age of eligibility, all merit badges must be completed by the 18th 
birthday. And then there's a handful of notes here. Uh, obtain a clear and concise statement related to the nature of the disability from a qualified mm-hmm. healthcare professional. The unit leader meets with the candidate and his parent or guardian to determine the alternative merit badges to replace those impeding his progression. Okay. The unit leader, parent or guardian, and the scout, if possible, prepare supporting letters to accompany the application. The district and council advancement committees in turn review the proposed alternative merit badges. They may choose to speak with the scout, his parent or guardian, or the unit leader. If the council advancement committee approves, then the candidate may start work on the merit badges. Mm-hmm. Note, in approving the application, the district and council advancement committees must utilize the expertise of a healthcare professional involved with youth who have disabilities. Upon completion of the Eagle Scout rank requirements, using the alternative merit badges, the candidate appears before a board of review. The approved application must be attached to the Eagle Scout rank application, and following a successful board of review, the council then processes both applications and forwards them to the national advancement team. Local council action on alternative merit badges does not require national approval interesting heard it there interesting not first uh but anyways that's interesting and in order for a venture sea scout to have be an eagle candidate uh the youth must have first achieved first class rank as a boy scout or varsity scout so it has nothing to do with the national level is what i just heard is i did i mishear that no i mean at that point the national level yeah is basically you know doing the rubber stamp bit yeah they're rubber stamping Um, something that's should be procedurally handled at the right. group and council level. So, but like, okay, I'm looking at this and I'm thinking, okay, I wonder if maybe this all just came down to, because think about everything I just read, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I wonder if this just came down to some procedural error. That's, that's where I'm at right now. I'm just like, did someone forget to dot an I and cross a T? You and, know. and all of a sudden now it's just, it's blown way out of proportion. Yeah. It's just like, someone's just like, okay, well, wait a minute. Okay. So he's been doing the alternative merit badges, but nobody ever told us about this. What's yeah, going on? They never engaged the right people. I, again, I don't know. The right time. Yeah, we don't have necessarily the facts, but just in we looking know at, you know, yeah. like steps one through six here. And again, so if you're following at home, uh, this is under the, uh, guide to, well, advance. this is under <laughs> the, the breadcrumbs on the webpage are home programs, Boy Scouts Advancement and Awards, Eagle Scout Alternative Rank Requirements. So this sits a little bit outside the regular guide to advancement, but mm-hmm. you know, still, it's at scouting.org, well worth a read if you have the time. I'll make sure this link definitely gets saved to Instapaper for posting in the show notes, my goodness. Um, link saved, good, there we go, thank you. So anyways, like, again, looking at these six steps, obtain the clear and concise statement yep. of the nature of the disability. Yep. The unit leader meets with the parent or guardians to determine alternative merit badges. Yep. Uh, supporting letters are prepared to accompany the application. Mm-hmm. District and council committees review the merit badges. Um, and then, you know, if they approve, then the candidate can begin working on the merit badges. Right. Upon completion of the rank requirements, using the alternatives, the candidate appears before the board of review. And following that, uh, assuming it's successful, applications are processed, forwarded to the national advancement team. And, you know... There we go. Local council action on yeah. alternative merit badges not require national approval. But I mean, like, so there's a bunch of steps here. And I just wonder if, you know. One of them was missed. Missed or handled out of order or something like that. And then someone actually went back to the the book and said, hey, Did, wait a minute. Someone okay, didn't so read their email or something. actually supposed to do this yeah. in his case? Yeah. And just like, oh, wow, wow. We didn't do that. Like, he's been yeah. working on the alternative merit badges. But like, you know, do we have this documentation or that document? I don't know. Yeah. I can look at this list and I can see a bunch of different places where something could have gotten tripped up procedurally. And unfortunately, sometimes, you know, like that saying goes, the law's an ass. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So maybe that's what this ultimately came down to. And hopefully then it's a misunderstanding that can be very quickly cleared up. Yes. It's like, oh, okay, well, we need to like have official doc. Again, especially with Eagle Scout, everything needs to be documented. And yeah. So it's like, okay, do we have, you know, okay, we have a written statement from his doctor. We have, you know, supporting documentation for his alternative merit badges. Parent and guardians have met and with the troop leader. And And we've consulted with, you know, a a relevant expert in Mm -hmm. Down syndrome, you know, in Logan's particular disability. Mm -hmm. Okay, now we're good to go. Let's go. Yeah, everybody signed off on it. It's good. Yeah. So, and I mean, I imagine that's how it came about that initially the merit badges were stripped because that was somebody's interpretation of the events. And then they weren't stripped because no, the council had made approvals of the merit badges and the, the thing or like, you know, all of the using alternative, um, if they were stripped at all, because again, yeah. this whole story just seems steeped in misunderstanding, which is yeah. unfortunate. It doesn't yeah. add to the, to the, to the ability to, you know, correctly process it. But yeah. when I first read it, I was, I was surprised. I was like, wow, this, and, and uh, then I kind of, I kind of framed it in my own, in my own head about how it could have transpired. And in my head, I'm like, well, I just wonder if it was like a series of misunderstandings and Maybe. But. And I mean, you know, and f- the, the human tendency, this is something that comes up in my line of work a lot, right? In mm-hmm. cybersecurity is that the human tendency is to help, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, they're just like, oh, well, you know, um, he really wants to work on these merit badges, but he can't quite, you know, like some of these things aren't, oh, yeah, sure. Well, totally, we can just, we can tweak that and adjust that for him, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, the parents approached the unit leader. The unit leader's just like, yeah, sure, we can figure out an alternative for him. Yeah. And they just kind of keep going with it and running with it. Mm-hmm. And it's not that it's not fine that they did so. It's just that, you know, there's a procedure for everything. And, Apparently. you know, yeah, well, with BSA, <laughs> there is. <Yeah. laughs> there's a procedure for darn near everything. And it's just kind of one of those cases where I think maybe someone just got a little bit too zealous about, you know, mm-hmm. following the letter of the procedure without realizing that it was being followed in spirit. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, mm-hmm. well, we're doing the part where we've got these alternative requirements or these alternative merit badges. Well, okay, let's just get the paperwork lined up and we're good to go. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe someone is just like, oh, they didn't do their paperwork. Oh, this is going to oh. be a problem. And, well, and that denied. And, that, and that's, no, that's <laughs> not how you do that. <laughs> and, and seemingly that's, that's stuff that happens in our, on our, on our side of, uh, of scouting as well. Right. Like it where, can, where it's like, okay, so you have a bunch of thing, a bunch of paperwork that you need to be, have filled out. And really what the paperwork means is that you're actually putting some thought into the process and you're not overlook, you know, you won't be overlooking, uh, a, you know, a very simple, a very simple thing. Yeah. So. But equally, like I say, it's, it's easy to just get into that mindset of, well, you know, we're going to do this and then, oh, I needed to fill out that form. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll come, I'll loop back and do that yeah. later. Yeah. Um, Life happens, right? Right. Well, you and I don't you know, sit across from each other as often as we, we used to, but you know, that's still. <laughs> exactly. So anyways, um, regardless, I think when we initially wanted to approach the story, this was going to be much more, you know, high horse from the pulpit, yeah. diversity and inclusion lecture. And what it's kind of turned into is more of an analysis of, you know, like where policy and procedure can kind of um, sometimes break down or sometimes just like conflict with, um, 
sort of, you know, the, the, the human desire to mm-hmm. help out and also to just get stuff done, you know, just yeah. like, Hey, okay, well, if we can well, figure this, we got a solution in place, let's just run with it. You know? Yeah. Like scouting should be, or it, in my mind is always been about in inclusion and, and bringing, uh, educating people on life skills and outdoor skills and, you know, all of that kind of stuff. So I don't, you know, in my, my mindset, when I first read it, I'm like, wow, that can't, that can't be like, you know, and then you read it again and you're like, wow, if that's the case, whew, you know, yeah, a bunch of, a bunch of feels come out that, yes. uh, maybe some four letter friend getters as well, but yeah, you know, but no, in this case, it looks more like, um, you know, procedural and some misunderstandings and some miscommunications and a lot of other stuff, but BSA for their part, at least based on, you know, the documentation that you can pull off the internet got from off of their the, official sources, yeah. you know, certainly seems, and again, like their statement after the fact affirms is like they are willing to play ball. Uh-huh. Um, so I, yeah, it's kind of hard to get an exact read on. And I mean, again, the, a lot of that just comes down to, you know, the whole, um, the, the, the misinformation that this whole story has been steeped in. It's good. I, I, the conclusion at the end of it is that there does seem to be a path forward for yes. Logan. He yes. has retained his merit badges. There yeah. seems to be a path forward to Eagle for him. And he certainly has the ambition and desire to go for it. Yeah. So this shouldn't, this shouldn't, uh, sideline yes. him from, from pursuing it. Yes. And it appears that there is a way that he can move forward with it. Uh-huh. And so hopefully, you know, this is able to be resolved in a way that he is then able to pursue that. Mm-hmm. Um, because that would be the best, you know, at the end of the day, you'd hate for all of this to happen and then him to just not yeah. go for it. Yeah. You know, hopefully he's able to pursue it, his Eagle, get his Eagle. It sounds like at any rate, there is a, there is a, um, a path that's, that will lead him to a, an Eagle scout. Should he, yes. Should he want to, to go for it? Yep. So here's hoping. Mm-hmm. And I look forward to reading about him uh, hitting that mark yeah, in a couple yeah. of years. And maybe you'll be maybe you'll be reporting on that on the you know the future you know, scouting five episode. episode. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so let's 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 shift gears a little then. Um, you know, Scouts Canada, same same kind of same kind of thing. Or well, you know, and. It's an awkward time to be asking that question mm-hmm. because we just threw the old program out completely. Yeah. And it's all on the new program, right? That's right. And I mean, so. like Scouts Canada is definitely, you know, they're very much, you can read their bylaw policies and procedures. They're very they're, much committed to, you know, diversity, yeah. inclusion, social justice, all yeah. of that stuff. It's yeah. all in there. Mm-hmm. And so probably there's, you know, so probably when it comes time for Scouts Canada to be tested in this way. Mm-hmm. They'll be able to think of a path forward. But the thing about Scouts Canada is they don't have nearly as much stuff written down and as accessible yeah. as what I just found from that, BSA, right? That's there. I can't, I can point to you to bylaw policies and procedures and like the one paragraph blurb saying what we're committed to as an organization regarding yeah. individual disabilities. Yes. But I can't, you know, Exact. I can't go here and be just like, okay, so there's I a have board a, and yeah. there's a, there's a group that does, or, or even just, well, yeah, I mean, for one, like, it's like, you know, if I want to award a kid his CNE award or his chief scout award, right? Mm-hmm. Like there is supposed to be some progression review with the scouter, but the shape mm-hmm. of that review, nebulous, yeah. not well-defined. That's right. Um, and, and also, and maybe that, well, 
but maybe that allows for a little flexibility from the, the scouter to be able to award those those it, things. It does. But then equally, like, you know, two, um, we're not tied to merit badges, right? Right. Or Canadian what we call like, personal oh. achievement badges, right? Yeah. Um, those have no role to play at all in the earning of a top section award. Chief Scout isn't dependent on that at all. Right. You can earn exactly zero personal achievement badges and still get your Chief Scout. Right. But they are tied to the Outdoor Adventure Skills badges. Right. And that... Like I say, I don't know. At some point, it's going to be tested because those yeah. have very strict requirements. Those are very strictly wow. defined, checklisted yep. requirements. You know, I have been on so many hikes. I can swim this far. I can blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Very specific metrics for performance in the different categories of outdoor adventure skills. Mm -hmm. And are these the sorts of things then that youth with disabilities are going to get tripped up on? Absolutely, right? Yeah. I have a kid who's wheelchair bound. Mm -hmm. I obviously can't expect him to swim 25 meters, mm -hmm. you know, <laughs> uh, or maybe I can, yeah. but you know, if I have a youth who doesn't have the use of his arms and legs, I'm that, sorry, he's not swimming 25 meters no well, matter what I do. <laughs> yeah. And I, I mean, like um, common sense would have to kick in at that right. point. But, but what's mm. fortunate is that within the outdoor adventure skills, you know, there's not a requirement to have, you know, like yeah. if I have a youth who doesn't earn any of his aquatics outdoor adventure levels, yeah. but is able to earn sufficient levels in others of the skills, yeah. that still keeps him in the running for well, advancement. And, that, and that's what I'm, I was curious and yeah. was So like we have those like, options, like we, we have a lot of that alternative stuff baked in yeah. just by virtue of the fact it's that, It's complete know, three out of the six tasks or Or, like or it's more like, it's, it's or, not so much that, but it's more like there are nine outdoor adventure skills and there's nine ranks in each, right? Mm -hmm. So to get like your C&E award, you have to have a combined rank count of 10, mm -hmm. right? So if that's rank two in five of the outdoor adventure skills, yep. it's totally fine. So if I have a kid who's like completely not a swimmer mm -hmm. or just like is terrified of water, well, sure, that might rule out the aquatics badge and the paddling badge and the sailing yeah. badge. Yeah. But that's only three out of the nine. He's still got six others, right? Mm -hmm. Like the winter and the emergency skills and scout craft yeah. and hiking, whatever else, right? Mm -hmm. Camping. So, you know, there are other categories that a youth could still achieve. So... Yeah. In and like, qualify for top section award based on the requirements as they exist today. Yeah. It's kind of, like you said, it's baked into the system. It's, right. It's there already. That, but I mean, that, yeah. Some of that flexibility. Exactly. But I mean, equally, like, you know, some of the, you know, I wouldn't expect a beaver scout to necessarily be able to achieve sufficient outdoor adventure skills to qualify for chief scout. So I can't remember what the requirement for chief scout is, but it's like 20 or 20. I think it's like in the 20 to 25 level range. Or mm -hmm. 20 to 25 combined levels. Right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, and the first few levels of the outdoor adventure skills are pretty easy, mm -hmm. but starting from about level four up, the requirements get pretty tough. Yeah. So, you know, I wouldn't necessarily expect a beaver scout to be able to qualify for chief scout rank. So if I had a kid in Logan's situation where he's cognitively at that beaver scout age level, mm -hmm. Would we have to probably start thinking of ways to modify the requirements for the outdoor adventure skills? I, Almost assuredly. Yeah. And you kind of have to look at where exactly. he, where the ceiling is, right? Exactly. Like what, what is he, what is he capable of doing and what exactly. is he. But the problem for us right now is the program is just so darn new. Yeah. I don't think we've come to the point where it's really been tested in that way yet. Will we mm -hmm. at some point? Probably. 
and I'm hoping that a good resolution can be found. But we're just yeah. not there yet. Yeah. Well, and uh, in in most cases, when when you hear, um, at least on the Scouts Canada side, is whenever there's a question about something, they usually say, "Well, ask the area sport manager. Yeah, ask <laughs> check ask, the council. Yeah, check with the council and see what uh, see how to proceed with it. Because gen- generally, they'll give you the the uh, the the corporate answer or the sometimes or, you know the they're they're looking. They are looking out for the interests of the youth and the, yep. and the organization as a whole. But like a lot of it does come down to individual discretion. I mean, I remember mm-hmm. going to council with, you know, the question of like, okay, like it says I can use knives with the Cub Scouts yep. in age appropriate activities. Well, what are like the, what do we consider the age appropriate activities for Cub Scouts? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> knife throwing. Yeah. Knife juggling. Yeah. Knife forging your own <laughs> knife. How to sharpen your knife so that you can drape a tissue. No, none of these is appropriate. <laughs> They're um, not? Oh. <laughs> uh, but, and, but I went to the council and the response right. I got back was, well, we're not really sure. Like it says that, but we don't really have a list. Oh. Um, so then it, well. but then, you know, the council then wow. will work with, they were pretty good. Yeah. They supported me in the sense that, you know, here, I, we just started I, spitballing. Here's so, okay. what I have planned. Exactly. So you if know. I want to whittle wood with them, or if I mm-hmm. want to whittle, like carve soap. Mm-hmm. Soap carving would be an excellent example of something that would definitely fall under the age appropriate thing. Soap yeah. is much more, you know, it's softer. Yeah. Um, so, very, very easy to. You're whittle. not, you're not whittling hardwood. Exactly. <laughs> so, you know, something like that would definitely qualify. Yeah. And, but then it's still on me as a scouter to be cognizant of that as an option mm-hmm. and then pitch that to council and council then can say, yeah, sounds good. Go run, go run yeah. with that. Yeah. You've and, done your risk assessment. Mm, yeah. Yes. Submit your form. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Anyways, but yeah, we just haven't come to the point where we've really been tested by this yet and it's coming at some point, I'm sure, sure. but you know, and I'm sure that a good alternative will be thought of when it happens, but you know, it'll take a catalyst of something. The BSA program has been in place for a long time now and it's very Mm -hmm. well documented. Our program has been in place for like a couple of years now and the documentation is still rolling out. Right. The, and, and the, I guess the, the. We've discussed it before is that BSA was more on the doing more of what the Canadian path is doing now before we started doing the Canadian path, right? It was In kind of- some ways, yeah. I mean, they're not on one program, but yeah, like they, there's definitely been. Their program is very different in a lot of ways, but in a lot of ways, yeah, we're trying to achieve with Canadian path a lot of the same things that they were already doing. Mm-hmm. So. We'll see. I mean, I'm sure that'll be another thing that'll come along at some point for me to cover in Scouting 5 or us to cover in an episode. So, hey, we finally had a story where this was a situation and here's how that resolved itself. Yeah. But we're not there yet. No. We do, however, have a few shout outs. Woohoo. Actually, I got three. Yes. Yay for shout outs. So, first, uh, Parker. Sends in a note. He says, hey, Scouter Ken, I'm a former Eagle Scout on the BSA side. I just wanted to say thanks for the podcast. And if you need a guest to represent the BSA side, let me know. I'd be happy to do it. Unfortunately, I didn't message Parker in time to get him on this episode, but it would be interesting to hear, you know, the BSA perspective on this. So maybe that'll be a good follow-up episode. Yeah, maybe maybe Parker can drop us a line. Let us know. Exactly. Um, And also, that actually is true of anybody else on the BSA side, if you're Mm -hmm. listening to us right now. By all means, scoutingstuffpodcast at gmail.com. Give us your thoughts. Mm -hmm. Uh, We also had a comment on Podbean. From Honeyfield10, she says, I agree. This was on um, 
episode 56, the discussions from Funorama episode that I posted. Mm. says, I agree. Scouting creates friends for life. I have some friends who I grew up with for many years in scouting. And even though we don't talk as much, I know they're still my friends and will be for life. She sounds exactly like you and me. Yep. <laughs> and finally, uh, Klaus. Shout out for Klaus because he did a couple of things. Uh, first off, he left us a review, five stars. No comments oh. on the five-star review. Huh. But then he actually did leave us a comment on our episode about Be Prepared, oh, Scouting okay. Motto. He says, just discovered your podcast. Yeah, I know a little late. And I've listened more or less nonstop the last couple of days. Driving to work today, I heard the podcast on the motto, and you mentioned mottos from around the world. Being from Denmark, I was pleasantly surprised when you mentioned our motto, but uh-oh, was less pleasantly surprised by your quote. I can't remember what you said, but uh, it was far from what it actually is, at least for the Danish Scout and Guide Association. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> The motto, which he gives, and unfortunately I'm not going to attempt a pronunciation, uh, is a literal translation of be prepared, so not quite as exotic as whatever we quoted, and I can't quite remember what we quoted in that episode. Mm. Apart from that, he says, it's a great podcast even for a Dane scouting in the UK, which is cool. Um, And I talked a little bit more with him because I think the way we did it was, if I recall correctly, we were just like going off of Wikipedia or somewhere's listing of the different mottos. And so if that data was in error, well, then obviously that error made it into whatever... We said, yeah, um, it's good to have the, I will put the translation in the show notes so you can find it, Mm -hmm. good listener, and see it for yourself. But yeah, unfortunately, my IPA is a little rusty, so I'm not going to attempt the pronunciation. Uh, And of course, as always, a big thank you and shout out to the folks at Scouting Radio for rebroadcasting our episodes around the world to their audience. If you're listening to us on Scouting Radio right now, please do let us know. Reach out, get in touch. We would love, of course, to hear from you. And that actually goes for any of you listening right yeah. now. And how does one do that? Because uh-huh. you already mentioned the uh, the email address, but go ahead and mention it again. I did. Scoutingstuffpodcast at gmail.com. Excellent way to get in touch with us. Leave us an email. Um, but you can also leave us a voice message. Go to scoutingstuffpodcast.com and hit the little menu, pop it out from the sidebar. There's a link to leave us a voice message there, or actually, that's also on our Facebook page. There's a little voice message option on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash scoutingstuffpodcast. You can find us on Twitter at SSYSKpodcast, instagram.com slash scoutingstuffpodcast. Um, We can accept messages via all of these platforms. Mm -hmm. And finally, you can leave us a review, either on Facebook or at iTunes. We can notify about all uh, about all of those, and you can use that to send us a message. Or just let us know what you think of the podcast. Love to hear from you yep. either way, and please do subscribe if you haven't already. I think that's all we had for today. I think so too. I don't. I don't know. Did you have anything? No, it's not quite the episode fifty nine that I thought we would have, but that's okay. We'll just have to do something. Wasn't nearly the pomp or circumstance. <laughs> yes, well, <laughs> that's okay. We can save that for episode one hundred. Yes. Thank you out there for listening, and until next time, be prepared.